0: Thank you so much for joining me here today on the San Juan Unified Student Podcast. I'm your host, Nonic Tagore. Today I had the chance to interview a close friend and mentor of mine, Jonathan Robinson. He shared a lot about his actions within youth, why the youth are important, and a bit about his new company. I'm so happy to show you guys my amazing conversation with Mr. Robinson. Hey, Mr. Robinson, thank you so much for joining me here on the San Juan Unified Student Podcast. I'm so happy to Have you here with us? Um, First off, can you let our listeners know a little bit about you?
1: Well, uh, my name, to many, is Mr. Robinson. Um, I've been employed with the San Juan Unified School District for going on six or seven years now. Um, Right now, I currently reside at Cottage Elementary School, uh, where I run the. uh, I'm a school site intervention specialist level one there. I'm also uh, known as a coach. Uh, in the San Juan community, um, coaching middle school and high school, and, you know, just really just trying to be a positive and a motivating presence for students, not only in the San Juan Unified School District, but over the world.
0: I love that. I love that so much. Um, So the first thing I wanted to go with you on was, I got to know you from your time at San Juan High School, and could you talk a little bit about your role when you were at San Juan? So
1: uh, at when I was at San Juan High School, um, my position there was a campus monitor, and, uh, you know, basically just to try to monitor students and make sure students were, you know, uh, adherent to the school policies. But for me, I think that my role was much more than that. You know what I mean? Like I, like you know, any any chance that I got to speak with a student, you know, my number one thing and priority was to just motivate that, motivate that kid to just be the best versions of themselves. You know what I mean? Whether it's you know making them laugh, or whether it's talking about history, or just talking about future, or just motivation and just drive. Like I just have this natural energy and this natural, you know, just this just, just hunger, just to motivate and just bring the best out of the kids. You know what I mean? And That to me was. My focal point, like that was my like main, like that's the meat and potatoes of who I was and what I did while at San Juan high school.
0: I saw that especially with your actions as a, as a coach. So could you talk a little bit about what your role was coaching at San Juan too?
1: Yeah, see my role um, with coaching, you know, what I like to do is I like to combine the, you know, I like to g- combine um, students um behavior off the court with that um on the court you know what i mean so like i wanted to bring the best out of you you know if you stepped on a basketball court i'm trying to find a way to trigger something with inside you to get to bring out that beast inside you you know what i mean like to just perform at your peak level you know and that could be through something that i do like you know my actions, or it could just be through the use of certain cute words, you know what I mean? To just trigger you to be the best, whether it's nutrition and just really get to see the larger picture of what it takes to be great, not only in life, but even in basketball, you know what I mean? I like the analogies that I use, like I can use, like if i talk to someone outside, I mean, about basketball, like I can use analogies in life to like. To make my point to drive my point home but if i talk to someone about life and not basketball i can use basketball to drive my point home so they go hand in hand together you know what i'm saying, saying? how you yeah. how you how you put like the like if i know if i see that you give like chances are people who get max effort on the basketball court are people who get max effort off the basketball court you know what i mean like it's either in you or it's not you know what i mean so and and that was that was you know. That was my whole thing as a basketball as a basketball coach is just to get the best out of you. Your job as a, as a coach and what deter- what makes you a, a good basketball coach is if you can bring the best out of your players, and that's what I try to do on a basketball court.
0: I think you especially did a great job with that with some of the boys that you got to know at Kingswood, some of the yeah. guys that you got close with, and you they all went to San Juan. I mean, you got a chance to coach with a lot of them their right. freshman years. Um, you had a team that won an eighth grade championship at Kingswood, which may not be a huge deal, but you took like a group of kids that maybe shouldn't have been that great. And you, you coached them and you did what you talked about. You, you mentored them and you taught them the importance of the game and to work hard and the work ethic. And I think you did a great job with that. I mean, could you just talk a little bit about that group of kids? You can give some of them shout outs, just talk about that group that you had at Kingswood and transferring to San Juan. Yeah. Um,
1: It was that that's that was a a beautiful moment, you know what I mean, in my life, because it was my first year of coaching. I'm fresh on the scene. You know, there's there was other middle schools in that in in that league that that, you know, had a rep had a representation or, you know, had a a reputation. I'm sorry, that was amazing. You know what I mean? So here we are, you know, Kingswood, you know, just this average middle school stepping on the scene and, you know, don't have we don't have no banners hanging you know at all or nothing like other schools you know such as sylvan you know they were like the three-time champion they were like expected and even projected you know what i mean by others to you know win a win a fourth championship in a row and just automatically riding us out writing us off you know what i mean um and and a huge shout out to sylvan and the coaching staff over there you know nothing but love and respect you know at the end of the day it's, it's, it's respect right but um you know to take a group of kids that come from you know and you know that don't even know what winning in life is you know what i mean like don't even know when their next meal is going like i don't even think like the i don't think people really know like the magnitude of the struggle that a lot of these kids had to endure during the seasons and i think that you know it really had to i really had to dig deep down inside myself to really bring out you know what i mean like motivation and encouragement for these students because they had every right to just turn their back and say you know what this basketball season is probably going to end up just like my life is right now a failure you know what i mean so i had to really drive motivation and inspire these guys every day and i had a job right every day i had to show up and show out as a coach so you know guys like you know um devin johnson and and, and louise and kenny McQuinny. you know what i mean and kj you know just amazing guys that i coached and and other guys, and other uh players that i had too on the team that was amazing as well everybody understood the role like that was my main thing was to understand understand your role and everybody fit right into the role, and we just gel. you know what i mean like um i tell you a story like my expectations were high so i told the guys so you know at, at, at kingswood um GPAs, right your grade point average was not something that the school really placed a lot of emphasis on but me when i stepped on the scene i told these guys hey you know what you guys did at least have a 2.5 3.0 g g point i mean gpa grade point average if you want to play for this basketball team i know that's not required but this is mr robinson's thing you see what i'm saying because i knew that by raising the bar to a 2.5 a lot of my students you know got 3.0s and 3.5s just because i raised the bar to a 2.5 you know what i mean so just they just they just went above and beyond they gave me a little bit extra you know just because i just took them out that stage of comfortability and just mediocrity you know what i mean and um you know i you know Told them that they had to get a two point five, and you know it was such a beautiful thing. A lot of, like we did, we did a wonderful thing. Like we have a championship, we brought a championship back to Kingswood. But I think the most memorable and and, and the most memorable things and the special things for me was when all my players had got a hundred percent on their history test. Like all of my players, they got hundred percent on my history test, on a history test that their English, that their history teacher had gave them you know, and shout out to Miss Sennett. She was the teacher. And, uh, you know, it was just, it was just, that was, to me, that was amazing. You know what I mean? And the ethic that they gave, the work ethic that they gave off the the court rolled over onto the basketball court. And that's why we was able to do great things, you know, but I had demands, I had expectations and it was going to push a lot of them out of their uh, comfort zone. And that's what I'm about. You got to step out of your comfort zone in order to get something that you never had, you got to do something that you've never done before.
0: I mean, I really love your stress on the GPA and trying to hold those boys to a high standard. I mean, I have a lot of those guys on my varsity team now going into our senior year, so we're really hoping to apply the same principles with our coach, Coach Freddie Bryant, um, going towards and trying to make some noise this offseason for San Juan in hopes of getting a banner of our own for high school. This is our, our last year, so kind of speaking on that it definitely excites me.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that, you know, you guys – you know, have all the potential in the world. I think you know what I mean. I believe you know, and uh, it it's kind of like a bittersweet moment because you know, after this year, there would be you know, there would not be another year at San Juan. So it's like yeah. this is so it's like the importance is to just be in the present moment of understanding like what you guys the 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 possibilities, right? The the what you guys you know the 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 potential. You know what I mean to be able Sorry. to do to be able to do something for the city, you know, and to be able to make the city proud, you know what I mean? It's like you guys have that moment, you know, and you have that opportunity, and I think it will transpire.
0: Yeah, so to uh, transition, um, working at College, Cottage Elementary now, um, the scene there must be different than a high school. So how's that shift been for you?
1: Well, I, I think with the high school students, um, I think a lot of high school students, they already have their mind made up, you know, in as far as, um, a lot of the things that they believe and, you know, they've been a little bit more exposed to the world, you know, but at college element, college elementary school, when you're dealing with the younger, your younger youth, you know, a lot of the kids, they still view you as a superhero, like they view me as a superhero, you know what I mean? So it's, 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 it's different, um. But I think it's the same because when I go into work, my number one focus, once again, as if it was at Kingswood with the middle school or San Juan, is to just motivate and inspire kids. And one thing that elementary kids have in common with older kids in middle school and high school is that everybody is going through something. You know what I mean? Everybody has an issue. Everybody has, you know what I mean, that one struggling trial and tribulation that they're going through in their life. And, you know, me, Mr. Robinson, my focal point, because when I come face to face with a student, I don't want to leave that student's present presence without letting them know how their are that letting them know their potential. You know what I mean, and how great that they can possibly be. You know what I mean. I, every kid that I come across, I want to have that intimate moment with the, with the child while oh, yeah. giving you eye contact, and I'm just letting you know you could be great. Because the reality is, people ask me, why do you do that so much? Like, why, why are you, why, why are you, and it's I know it's weird because it's like, like why are you questioning me trying to be a, a positive or a motivating influence to, this, to these students, right? But people do ask me that. And I tell them, like, hey, because these kids, you know what I mean, are being told what they can't do every day. You know what I mean? You watch the news, you listen to music, you're being told what you cannot do. You're being told you're worthless, you're nothing. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, right, those are unfortunate circumstances. But... So I'm doing my job. My role in this world and this society is to let everybody know that, hey, you know what? You may be short, you may be tall, you may be slim, you might be, you know, dark, you may be light, you may be different, right? But the, end, but the bottom line is you have something beautiful and special and unique to offer this world. So you be your light, you let your light shine. It may not shine like the other person's, but yet it's a light that shines and you let your light shine and don't let nobody else dim your light.
0: Oh, I love that! I love that so much. Uh, and that kind of almost transitions into what I wanted to ask you here next is, personally, being a black man, uh, do you feel you have a job to be a role model and leader uh, to youth, and specifically just on your school site and within your community?
1: Well, yes, because unfortunately, when you go to school sites, you know I've worked everywhere. No, I got worked in the uh, the the um I'm sorry the uh, I visited the Largo, which is the Folsom Unified uh, School yeah. District, right? I worked. I worked at um, the San Juan Unified School District. I worked at uh, the Dry Creek School District, which is closer to Roseville. You know, I worked at the Twin Rivers Unified School District. I've been around, right? So that's four different school districts, and the and the, and the one common denominator that you see when you go to all these different school sites is the lack of black male presence, right? And it's not. And it and it's not. To, you know, demean anyone else or any other race, because me personally, I'm a lover of all people, color creeds. I love people in general. And I think that everybody should be that way. Right. The world would be a better place if people were like that. Right. But what I saw was the lack of black male presence. You know what I mean? And then when you go to a lot of schools and in, in, in the different school sites that I went to, a lot of the a lot of the students that were struggling with the young African-American youth because they don't they would they they lacked guidance they lack you know um they lack guidance they like they lack positive role models they become and i was one of them myself now that we come from these communities right i grew up in north highlands california we come from these communities that um you know are not motivating you to be a doctor you know they're not it's not it's not you know they're not you know telling you to grow up and be you know a lawyer they're not telling you to grow up and be a positive role model for you know, people who look just like you and others, you know what I mean? So I think that we need more um, black male presence, you know what I mean? I think that, you know, because it's, because the the truth of the matter is working at school sites, there's people that I can reach that other individuals cannot reach. And those people that other individuals of other races that they can have a huge positive impact on that I can't because we don't, we don't have that, we don't have that bond, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's nothing like it's nothing like a young child, you know, looking up, you know, to someone who's a pimp. Right. Because that's what we see in our communities. Pimps. We see gang bangers. You know, so most, a child is most likely to grow up and throw up gang signs in the communities that I come from, as opposed to growing up and opening up a textbook, talking about DNA, TRNA strands and mitosis and meiosis and things of that nature. You know what I mean? So we have. So I just feel like we. We, and when I say we, I mean people who look like me, black African you know, American uh, males. We got to do our jobs to be role models for people who look like us, but role models for everybody else in general. Just be good people for everyone. You know, regardless of who they, where they come from, or what they look like. You know what I mean? Economic or social status.
0: Yeah, I mean, what what we're sharing right now is is so so deep, is so true. And I mean, the work that you're doing is, is making a difference. Um, being there for those students on the, on the front lines. I mean, these kids are going through so much every day. And to have someone at school that they can rely on and trust and talk to is just something that is amazing, especially even at an elementary school, you're able to put these visions and these ideas in, in the in these young kids' heads that are positive and uplifting. And it's just... That, that's really making the change for, for our youth. And I know you're all about the youth. So, I mean, you, you're making oh, yeah. a difference and you're making a change. It's, it's really, it's amazing to see. Yes. And,
1: you know, it, and, and I'm so, I was so passionate, passionate about it, Nanak, that I even started my own company. You know, my, I had a company that I started. It's called Project Boy, right? And it's, it's, it's Project Boy. And boy, B-O-Y, is an acronym for Building Our Youth. Right, because every day our children they're looking at TV, they're listening to music, they're around people who are not influencing them to do positive things. They're destroying them down. They're they're breaking them down, right? People are bulldozing other human beings, the youth, right? To you know just destroying them, and just just knocking them down, right? Well, I started Project Boy, building our youth to come through, and build our youth back up because a lot of us, you know, even and a lot of adults. Need to, need to be built up again, right? Need to be motivated, you know what I mean? And I decided to do something like that for the youth because every day, like I said, they're being knocked down, they're being destroyed, you know what I mean? And I'm doing my part, you know, in society to build a youth up. So like I said, when I come if I come across a child, you know what I mean? Whether he, if he's smiling or not, I'm going to let you know that you have something beautiful and great and unique to offer this world you know
0: what i mean yeah so how how exactly is uh it project boy right
1: yes project boy Yep.
0: yeah how exactly is, is project boy helping you specifically are you reaching out to them targeting them making it available to students just so our listeners kind of know so they can reach out to you, or they can find your page like how do they get involved and how do they get active in this in this movement
1: so project boy Instagram is Project Boy 916, Project Boy 916 on Instagram. Um, It's um, a company that I started, right? So I go around, you know, I've talked to classrooms. I even talked to classrooms at San Juan High School. Um, uh, There was a beautiful and wonderful staff member by the name of Ms. Sanchez who allowed me to come and talk to her Avid class. And I had an opportunity to go in and, and share my story, my background, my upbringing, and, you know, to just shed some words of encouragement and enlightenment on on the students in her classroom right so i go to i go to schools i go to receiving homes i go to group homes foster homes anywhere that there's a child or a group of students that um aren't that that can that can benefit from some words of encouragement i go there so if you are an individual whether you're a parent or a child and you think that you know people who can benefit from you know, some motivation from Mr. Robinson, then you can reach out to me on Instagram at Project Boy Nine One Six to inquire about having me coming out to just shed some words of enlightenment and encouragement and motivation, motivation to all the beautiful students out there and all the beautiful youth out there.
0: I mean I feel like that that alone is just unmeasurable how much that it's just an amazing resource. There's something amazing that you're that you're trying to do and just trying to take action. It's mm-hmm it's amazing to see and i i want to let our listeners know people that are listening that right now though those links and those that information will be in the description so you guys can find those and please please share that and reach out to mr robinson um we'll make sure that's available for you guys
1: absolutely And i appreciate you uh mr nomi too for having me um on the podcast and you know you you know how I feel about you, man. I have the utmost respect and love for you. And anytime I can be of a resource or whatever to you, and you know you know you you know it's just a just a you know a couple a couple of, I don't know numbers away, and you know I'm here for you.
0: You know absolutely. I did want to leave on one more question for you. I know you've given us so much already, but I want to just let you have a chance to just drop. A final piece of advice, a quote, anything to just drop at someone that's listening right now that, that can potentially shift their mindset, their view on things. I'm just going to be quiet. I'm just going to let you go. I just want you to share something. It can, it can be anything. anything. I'm just going to let, let okay. you go ahead here.
1: So um, most students and most people don't know this about me, but when I was a child, I. Um, I went to the children's receiving home seven times, Right, I've been in. So children's receiving home is when you come from a home where you're being neglected and um, your living conditions are not up to par with the state requirements and CPS child protective services, they come in your home and they take you away from your parents. So that has happened to me seven times when I was in elementary school. I went to seven different elementary schools. That's from the grade of kindergarten all the way to sixth grade. I went to seven seven different elementary schools. So I'm averaging at least one school, a different school every year. Fifth, I mean, kindergarten, first, second, third, a different school every year, right? So not being able to, like meeting friends and not being able to remain friends with those people because back when i was younger we didn't have social media you couldn't really connect with people from afar right it was either you were in their face being their friends or around them in their neighborhoods or you were not going to see that person again most likely so a different school every single year right and then foster care right and then you know, losing friends and losing family members and growing up in the in the, in the conditions and in the, in the community that I grew up in, the neighborhoods that I grew up in, right? I had every reason to quit, right? I had every reason to give up, right? But what I'm trying to tell you guys is that I didn't, right? I, I didn't want to take the easy route and do what everyone else was doing, sell drugs, get involved in games, right? I took the hard route, right? I took the hard route. And because I took the hard route, my life is easy my life is beautiful you know what i mean i don't know who i never met my real dad but that didn't stop me from being around in my kid's life you know what i mean i have four beautiful kids and i've seen all of them born and i can't say that about my own dad who is out there who's never met me right so i decided to be better right i didn't take the easy route i took the hard route i I stayed and I was a, I'm a father, a dedicated husband, a dedicated father to my kids, a dedicated motivation and a dedicated role, a positive role model for kids around the world. So so I say, I say all that to say this. This is the quote that I live by that I want to leave with you guys. Okay? OK, if you do what is easy. Your life will be hard. But if you do what is hard, your life will be easy. Put hey. it Put in the time to study. Put in the time to study. Right when you're on that basketball court, put in the, put those extra shots up. If you take the easy route and just come to practice and lollygag, the outcome is going to be hard. It's hard when you sit in that locker when you just lost your final game. You know what I mean? You're not going to make it to the playoffs because you decided to take the easy route during practice. Life will be hard. If you life will be hard if you take the easy route and not go to college and not put the time in the study and not and not stay focused and not be motivated and take the easy route and sleep all day. Take the easy route and not, not have any um, control or, or or focus. Your life will be hard. So once again, if you do what is easy, your life will be hard. If you do what is hard, your life will be easy.
0: Mr. Robinson, thank you so much for sharing. You've just, you've given so much insight and so much light on so many important issues here. I just, I can't thank you enough for giving me some of your time and just talking, talking these uh, real issues. And I just want to let you know, you're welcome to come back on the show any, anytime you want, if you want to talk about anything, you're, you're always welcome. And I just, I've had such a great time hearing more about your story and for letting you have the opportunity to just, just share. So just one more time, just thank you so much.
1: Absolutely. And for all the listeners out there, if you guys are listening, um, stop by my page, Project Boy 916, like the page, follow the page. I have every a couple of times a week I'm dropping motivational videos. There's a YouTube channel building on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. I'm trying to build it up because this is exactly what you guys need. You guys need to be motivated. When you guys have those dark periods and those dark days, I want you guys to have something that you can reference and go to to build yourself back up, build your self-esteem back up, build your work ethic back up, you know, build your self-worth back up so that you can go in this world and be the best
0: versions of yourself. Couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you again, Mr. Robinson. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, sir. I appreciate you. Of course. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode with Mr. Robinson. As always, I would like to thank Zubin for the amazing work he does making this show possible. I would also like to give a shout out to Cameron Farley for producing the intro and outro music that goes into the show. Remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. For Instagram, at San Juan Unified Podcast. And for Twitter, at SJUSD Podcast. We look forward to interacting and talking to you guys on social media. And we'll be back next time.